Hi, welcome to the Politically Slanted Podcast. I'm Adam. And I'm Kelly. And you've come to the right place for all things politics, pop culture, and what's making news this week. This episode of the Politically Slanted Podcast is all about the very first presidential debate. Things went pretty crazy and off the rails and we've got a quick recap here for you on today's episode. We'll be kind of chatting about what the candidates were talking about, who really won, and playing some clips of all the insults that were flying back and forth between President Trump and former Vice President Joe Biden. It's going to be a good episode, so stick around and have a listen in case you missed it on TV. Well, folks, we have the very first presidential debate in the books, and It was certainly an interesting evening. Things started off pretty calm, but um, I think it was probably after five to ten minutes in, they all just started yelling at each other, and it only got worse as the evening wore on. I personally felt like there were no winners. Um, President Trump talked over Joe Biden and Chris Wallace constantly. Joe Biden let it get under his skin and he started yelling back at the president. And you really couldn't get much of a feel for anybody's policies or positions or where they stood on anything. And it was just silly bickering back and forth. And even the moderator, Chris Wallace from Fox News, who, you know, he's a pretty respected newsman. He seemed like he would be able to handle this debate. It it just got away from him. And pretty much everybody on both the right and the left thought it was the worst presidential debate that we have ever seen. Ben Shapiro even tweeted that um, Chris Wallace moved from moderator to debater as the night wore on. And I just, I don't know what happened, but they probably should not do this a second time or they should get some way to keep it from happening because it was an embarrassment for the country. I mean, I can only imagine what the world is thinking when they watch this. We have Biden calling Trump a clown, a fool, and... I'm going to play you those clips. But something that people were really celebrating, and there have even been memes, you know, those Obama-Biden memes that were popular a few years ago. There's a new meme out um, about Biden telling Trump that he needed to shut up. Now, to me, sure, it was funny at the time, you know, you weren't expecting it, but that's not very presidential either. So I felt like the two were really no better than the other. I mean, you're calling people clowns and losers, and he even, um, Biden went on to say that Trump was one of the worst presidents that America has ever had. So, you know, we didn't really learn much about 
where either one of them stand on the issues. It was just a bunch of bickering, and it was really pretty embarrassing. So I'm just going to play a couple of these clips um, of Biden kind of getting under Trump's skin and calling him all these names. And it's just kind of crazy that this was happening on a national debate stage. Well, here's with you. Yeah, you got the, wait a minute. You get the final word. Mr. Well, it's hard to get any word in with this clown. Excuse me. This, hey, hey, let this me person. just. All right. So there's your first one calling Trump a clown. And now here we've got him telling him that he should just shut up. Question, Why would you answer that because question? Because the you question, question is, of, the question is, the radical question, left, will you shut who is up, on, man? Listen, who is on your list, Joe? This Who's is on your so list? right. Gentlemen, is, I think this we, is crazy. It's just insane that this is happening. And I just, I don't get it, you know? Uh, why do you have to be that way? Why can't you talk to each other like adults? Why can't you debate civilly? It's just, I think Hillary and Trump did a better job of debating each other last time. I don't know. This has just kind of gone off the rails. But And then here's this clip of Biden saying that Trump is the worst president America has ever had. The tax code that made him, put him in a position that he pays less tax than a school teacher make uh, on the money a school teacher makes is because of him take he says he's smart because he can take advantage of the tax code and he does take advantage of the tax code that's why i'm going to eliminate the trump tax cuts and we're going to i'm going to eliminate those tax cuts and make sure that we invest in the people who in fact need the help People out there need help. But why didn't you do it over the last 25 years? Because you weren't president. Because you weren't president screwing no, things no, no. up. You were a senator. And You're by the, the worst way, president vice... America has ever had. Hey, hey, Come Joe, on. Let me, let me just say, Joe, I've done more in in 47 months. I've done more than you've done in 47 years, Joe. We've done things that you never even thought of doing, okay. including Gentlemen, fixing the broken military that you gave me, let's, including let's, taking care of we're your talking, vets. Mr. President, we're talking about the economy. I'd like to ask you about your plans going forward because, uh, Mr. Vice President, your economic plan. I mean, have you ever heard anything like it? It's just insane. Now, whenever Biden was actually asked some policy questions, you know, he really couldn't give answers or he gave answers that sure to turn the progressives off, which I don't know if they're going to go vote for him now. He said that he doesn't um, support the Green New Deal and he was pressed on that again by Chris Wallace and he just says, no, I don't support the Green New Deal. So that's not going to make AOC and the squad happy. It's not going to make the progressives happy. So I feel like he's going to have to really try to win those people over. But um, here's a, a short clip of him talking about the Green New Deal. I mean, the Green New Deal and the idea of what, what your environmental change will do. The Green New Deal will pay for itself as we move forward. We're not going to build plants that, in fact, are great polluting plants. So do you We're support build... the Green New Deal? Pardon me? You support? No, I don't support the Green oh, New Deal. Oh, you don't? Oh, well, that's a big statement. I support you the, just the radical left. I, su- okay. I support oh, the don't. Biden plan. So President Trump definitely captured on that. And 
he says that Biden's lost the radical left, so maybe he has um, most of the people that are hard left that I'm friends with. They're holding their nose and they're voting for Biden, but it's hard to say what some of these people are thinking. You know, last time the Bernie people, they voted for Trump and they voted third party because they didn't want to vote for Hillary. So I don't know if Biden saying this will have any kind of effect on that. But um, it's quite interesting that whenever climate change and all these kinds of economical and um, environmental things are at the top, he doesn't support the Green New Deal. And that has been something that um, AOC and the up-and-comers have really been pushing forward. So it seems like with that statement, he's probably losing a lot of the younger people in the party. So they also, of course, talked about the Supreme Court because that's a really hot thing right now with Amy Coney Barrett about ready to start going through the hearing process. But they were talking about packing the courts and Wallace asked Biden questions about that. And of course, he is not able to give a straight answer. So my question to you is, you have refused in the past to talk about it. Are you willing to tell the American people tonight whether or not you will support either ending the filibuster or packing the court? Whatever position I take in that, that'll become the issue. The issue is the American people should speak. You should go out and vote. You're in voting now. Vote and let your senators know how strongly you, you feel. Let, vote now. You pack the Make court? sure you, in fact, let people know you're a senator. I'm not going to answer the question. Why because- would <laughs> so then you've got Trump. Why won't you answer the question? I mean, why doesn't he answer the question? Trump has every right to nominate somebody to the Supreme Court and... Honestly, if it hadn't been for the Republicans making their big fuss the last time that there was a a president that wanted to pick someone for the Supreme Court, I have no issues with how this is being handled, even though it's so close to an election. There's still, you know, almost four months before a potential new president takes um, office, and you need somebody on the court to fill that spot. So uh, there's no problem. He's within his constitutional right. I just think that the pushback is is she's conservative. The Republicans weren't very kind to Obama when he nominated Merrick Garland, and they're bitter. So that's what this whole ordeal is about. And Biden won't answer on what he plans to do if he becomes president and the whole packing the Supreme Court movement that seems to kind of be festering on the the Democrat side. And then we can't talk about the debate without talking about the major headline that came out towards the end. President Trump was asked to condemn white supremacy at the debate. He keeps getting asked this question over and over. He has condemned it before. There are recordings of that. I will find one and I will play it for you. 
but it seems like they just can't leave that subject alone. And it wasn't a very good evening for that type of answer. Um, And the headline the next day, of course, it read that Trump wouldn't denounce white supremacy and instead he tells the Proud Boys that they need to stand back and stand ready. So my feeling on this is he doesn't want to alienate people that are going to vote for him because he probably feels that he needs every vote to win. And like it or not, there are people that are voting for Trump that are racist, they're white supremacists, and he knows that. And he's afraid of losing those votes. So even though he should come out pretty strongly against that mindset every time he's asked, he tends to kind of trip up over his words and he dances around the subject. And it often comes off as he's not going to condemn it. So I'm going to play you this clip. It do, it's really an odd word choice. I don't think that he's out there trying to embolden and enable these people on purpose. I just think that sometimes he doesn't exactly know what to say in the moment or he gets kind of like nervous and he trips over his words and it comes out very wrong and people read into it the wrong way because they are always looking for something to call him a racist or call him a white supremacist where he could be stronger with that. It was so easy just to say, I condemn white supremacy in all forms. But it seems like the press just keeps hammering this. And they're just, they're baiting him. And he doesn't always satisfy the question each time. So therefore, people are always taking these unfortunate gaffes and clips that happen and they are saying that he's a white supremacist so i'm going to play the the proud boys clip and then we'll play the one that he has actually condemned them because there are many people out there that say he doesn't ever condemn them he has condemned them it's just it's only been one or two times and then the rest of the time it kind of goes south whenever he's asked that question. But it is on record that he has condemned white supremacy. You have repeatedly we- criticized the, the vice president for not specifically calling out Antifa and other left-wing That's extremist right. groups. But are you willing tonight to condemn white supremacists and militia groups sure. and to say that they need to stand down and not add to the violence in a number of these cities as we saw in Kenosha and as we've seen in Portland. Sure, Are you I'm prepared to, to do specifically that, do it? Well, I, would ahead, say, I would say almost everything I see is from the left wing. Not from the right wing. So what are you? What are you? you look, what are you saying? I'm, I'm willing to do anything. I want to see well, peace. Then do it, sir. Say I, it. Do it. Say it. You want to call him? What do you want to call him? Give me a name. Give me a white name. Supremacists and would right you like me to white supremacists and right proud boys. Stand back and stand by, but I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, 
Somebody's got to do something about Antifa and the left because this is not a right-wing problem. His this is a left-wing. This is a left-wing problem. White supremacist. Antifa is an idea, not an organization. Oh, you got it. Not militia. That's what oh, his FBI. His okay. FBI director Gentlemen, said. Well, we're then gonna, you know what? No, no, that we're, done, we're done, sir. Everybody, we're moving on to the next. We're moving on to the next. That's not an idea. Everybody Antifa in your administration tells you the truth is a bad, is a bad idea. Can I tell you what? So, yes, not a very good moment for President Trump. And the two just kept arguing for a little bit after that. And then the headlines the next day, that was the clip. That was the major story. And now we have a problem because it was a fumble. And I think it was very awkward and people are definitely whipping up this whole like racism thing again. And they're always accusing him of not condemning it. But I'm going to play you a clip here that is proof that he has condemned it in the past. Justice will be delivered. As I said on Saturday, we condemn in the strongest possible terms, this egregious display of hatred, bigotry, and violence, it has no place in America. And as I have said many times before, no matter the color of our skin, we all live under the same laws. We all salute the same great flag. And we are all made by the same almighty God. We must love each other, show affection for each other, and unite together in condemnation of hatred, bigotry, and violence. We must rediscover the bonds of love and loyalty that bring us together as Americans. Racism is evil, and those who cause violence in its name are criminals and thugs, including the KKK, neo-Nazis, white supremacists, and other hate groups that are repugnant to everything we hold dear as Americans. So that was in response to the Charlottesville, Virginia um, problem that happened back in April of 2019. So it's out there. Um, oh, sorry, Charlottesville, North Carolina, not Virginia. It's out there. He has said it. He just seems to trip up over it sometimes. I don't know what you do about that. Um, maybe under the pressure, he's just not good on that question, but it would help a lot if his debate preppers would get him to just be that strong on the issue every single time because then the media would stop asking this. People would... People would maybe quit talking about it, but it seems like whenever that question comes up, there's just some sort of poor response. So it just fuels the the flames that Trump is a white supremacist and racist, and that's the headline the next day. So anyway, that was just a quick overview of the debate. Um, Vice President Pence and Senator Kamala Harris are debating next week. 
So we will watch that. It should be a little low-key compared to this week's debate. I'm not expecting a ton of arguing and fireworks. Um, They're pretty seasoned politicians. They're more your establishment from each wing of of their parties. And um, I think they'll be interesting pitted up against each other. Pence is very good at speaking and he's very good at holding his own and He's kind of the fixer, you know. He comes out and um, really is loyal to the president and cleans messes up and makes things smooth. And it'll be interesting to see how Harris challenges him on some of these issues because, let's face it, it's really Harris-Biden, not Biden-Harris. So you should be really paying attention to what she says because it's likely if Biden wins, that she will be the first female president that on the on that ticket. So I'm going to jump off here. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode, this quick recap. It'll be interesting to see if um, they go through with the next two presidential debates. There's been some talk that maybe they won't have them, but I think they'll probably have at least one more And they'll probably change the format up a little bit. So we will talk to you soon. So join us next week for the vice presidential debate recap. And in the meantime, check us out on politicallyslanted.com or on Facebook at Politically Slanted, Twitter at Slanted Politics, and also on Instagram at Politically Slanted. Have a good week, everybody. (laughs) 